everyone. Welcome back to the I Should Totally Be Dead Right Now podcast, where we tell true stories of survivors, of true crime, natural disasters, and everything else in between. How's it going, Michelle? Girl, it's good. We are <laughs> it drinking, is good. like, probably my favorite drink in some time. It is coffee-licious and just wonderful and comforting and everything I love in a drink. It is very quite tasty. If you love coffee, you'll definitely love this drink. You know what I find interesting before we get into the drink recipe? Sure. Here in Ohio, where we are, um, Mm -hmm. almost nobody drinks coffee. What? Like everyone that I've met thinks I'm kind of bizarre for like just brewing a a pot of coffee in the morning. Like no one does it. They'll drink soda or nothing. Really? Yeah. It's like not common at all. In Ohio. Well, it's Ohio. Okay. I'm just Yeah, the Starbucks are pretty few and far between. Uh, Interesting. Wow. Yeah, it's just not as popular. I mean, the Pacific Northwest, of of course, they're known for coffee, you know, so. True. But man, if I don't have coffee in the morning, I like am kind of a raging bitch and not a delight at all. (laughs) I can attest. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, no, it was great. When we worked together, you brought me coffee in the morning all the time, and it was the oh, best. That's Ugh. right. Oh, memories. And on Fridays, we may get, you know, a little Five Farms in there, you know. Oh, that's what this drink needs. There's no yeah. Five Farms in it. There's no Five Farms. Which what is... were we even thinking? We weren't, Michelle. We were not thinking because we yeah, hadn't have our coffee like yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It's not true. Well, love you. <laughs> So I would call this what a vanilla frap Kahlua drink. Yeah, I don't it's know. like almost a a vanilla frap white Russian or something. Oh, okay. So That's obviously true. we'll tinker with the name maybe a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you'll see it on our Instagram what it's called. Yeah. Uh so what it is, it is one ounce of vodka, one ounce of Kahlua, and then you put that in the blender with like a cup of coffee some ice, two pumps of vanilla syrup. You whirl that all up, you pour it in your cup, and you have a delicious, delicious ice drink blended. It's It's like super warm outside and really humid, Mm -hmm. but kind of on the verge of storming. It's like the best drink ever for that weather. Uh, It's pretty tasty. I'm in heaven. Yeah, right. Okay, (laughs) drink up, drink up. All right. You uh, kick us off, Caitlin. Yeah, let's, let's just jump into it. it. I got a new journal from Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, it's uh super cute yellow with it a cute is, pineapple, with on pineapple on it. Oh, and I wrote it's a little smaller little... than I thought. Oh, it is a little small, but that's oh, okay. You know what? Amazon needs a stupid button that's like return reason. It was smaller than I thought. Like <laughs> that's 90% of what I need to return on Amazon. Right, Michelle. I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna take this out, but I'm gonna send you a picture right now. I bought a bath mat. It's comically small, <laughs> but <laughs> it is like, oh my gosh, it's fucking hilarious. I, I didn't even like realize. Like a Barbie bath mat. <laughs> pretty much. You'll have to let me know when you see it. <laughs> what is that for? I don't know. That's hilarious. I know, right? <laughs> it, like, it's not even big enough to fit in front of your vanity. 
no in your little studio apartment that's hilarious cute oh color Goes with your, it, i like your shower curtain right thank you yeah it all matches but like it's just itty bitty oh my gosh <laughs> so funny amazon needs that button smaller than i thought yep absolutely <laughs> my god okay sure we get started yes all right this story is about gracia burnham gracia okay yes so Gracia graduated with a bachelor's degree majoring in Christian education. Okay. okay. And while she was at Calvary, she meets Martin and mm. they become inseparable. Okay. Cute. Am I already like upset with Martin? He's probably a great guy, but whatever. I'm done with him already. No, he's good. No, he's good. Okay. 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 In 1983, they got married in Kansas City. And then they trained as missionaries and headed to the Philippines in 1986. Oh, okay. They were there for 17 years. Martin was a jungle pilot delivering mail, supplies. He also helped any injured people and like transfer them to the hospital. So they were doing all this stuff in the Philippines. That's cool. Right? And they even had three children, Jeffrey, Melinda, and Zachary during this time. Okay. All right. So jump forward, it is now May 27th, 2001, and Martin is 42, and Gracia is 43. So on this day in 2001, they're celebrating their 18th wedding anniversary. Oh. I know. And they went to Dos Palms Resort off Palawan Island. I think I said that right. I feel like you nailed it, Caitlin. Thank well you. Done. <laughs> but on this day... Rebels from the Abu Sayyaf group arrived with guns and abducted 20 people from the resort, including Gracia and Martin. What? Yeah. This is they in just, the Philippines still? They were in the Philippines though, right? Or did I get that? They were. Before? They were in the Philippines. The kids' grandparents are watching the kids right now while they're on their 18th anniversary. So they're in the United States at, in Kansas again still. Oh, I see. Okay. And then mom and dad went off to celebrate their anniversary at this delightful resort yes where a-holes decided to roll in and kidnap a bunch of resort goers it is the philippines because it's the philippines government that is fighting them so okay so yes so yes we're still around the philippines yes i bet that's a gorgeous resort oh my gosh yeah oh i want to go there well sorry never mind (laughs) So out of the 20 people abducted, three of them were American, which two of them, Gracia and Martin. Okay. Gracia states, no one plans on being taken hostage. You don't train for something, that sort of thing. We got hungrier and dirtier. We suffered from lack of sleep because we couldn't get comfortable sleeping on the jungle floor. We got dysentery and diarrhea. I started feeling more like an animal than a human. Oh, At one point, we hadn't eaten in 10 days. I didn't know you couldn't go 10 days without food. I thought you could go three days and you drop dead, but you don't. They were, yeah. And then some nights they were chained by one of their wrists to a tree, you know, so they couldn't escape. Oh, this sounds cool. Yeah. So they were put through the ringer. Yeah, they were. My God. They became adjusted to the sound of their growling stomachs and never-ending pouring rain hitting the backsides, their backsides. They're trying to lay down. Just trying to huddle up and, oh my God, what a nightmare. 
So between this rebel group and the Philippine government, they continuously fighting. Like they had gunfights, they had firefights, and... Oh my goodness. Mar- I know. Gracia and Martin was just so hopeful that, you know, the government will come in and save them. And they tried, but they abducted a total of 100 hostages. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Whoa, this is quite a movement. Yeah, it is. So they have 100 hostages now, 20 from the resort that Gracia and Martin were from. So this goes on for months, just the back and forth. And during these months, some of the hostages were killed, but most of them were set free, like ransom, pretty much. Oh, I see. Like we got the money, so now you can go. Yeah, so around 20 were murdered. The rest of them were slowly letting go. By October of 2001, so when they did got kid- start in September or no, May. They got kidnapped <gasps> oh. in May. Oh my god! Yeah, that's so five was- months. Yeah. Yep. Gracia and Martin were among a group of 14 still being ho- held hostage. Oh my god! The kidnappers demanded one million dollars for the release of the Americans. A ransom of $330,000 were paid, but the kidnappers refused to release them because that was not enough. Oh oh my gosh. Like, I don't even know what I would do if you were kidnapped and there were like a million dollars. It's like, well, I can sell this, this, and this. Right. But I don't think I'd come up with a million dollars and I don't think a bank is going (laughs) to lend me the rest. It's for a ransom. It's for Caitlin. It's for Caitlin. It started a a GoFundMe. We get you back, Caitlin. Thank you, Michelle. That's so sweet. Now I'm like all upset at the (laughs) idea of you being abducted. Oh, all right. The Philippine Army made another rescue mission on June 7th, 2002. So it's been over a year now they have been kidnapped. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. On this day, gunfire was everywhere and gracia and martin tried to escape to freedom they were done they were like let's just go let's try to dodge this is an opportunity let's Mm -hmm. let's take it oh my god gracia gets shot in the leg and she slides down a muddy slope where martin is at the bottom of as well she looks over and he is bleeding from his chest and she states i knew from experience that leg wounds might heal chest wounds won't all of a sudden, oh. I felt Martin get heavy. Have you ever heard the term "the weight of death"? I think oh. that's what I think that's what I was feeling that night. So he did pass away. Oh, Caitlin! I know he was shot three times in the chest, and he did not make it. Oh, oh! I thought they were gonna make it together. You know, I'm so sorry. I'm taking that fucking notebook back. No, little tiny thing. No, I wrote it in it already. Uh, okay. So Gracia was sent to the hospital and to recover from starving and also her leg being healed as well. Oh, gosh. And she was sent back to Kansas, but she came back under national spotlight because by this time when they were still kidnapped, that's when, uh, you know, 9-11 happened in 2001 in September. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So George Bush, you know, welcomes her back. Thank you. You know, very thankful to the Philippine Army to getting her back. It was sad what happened to Martin, but at least she's still here. All yeah, that. indeed. Oh, gosh. 
So the children, again, were living with their grandparents and attending school in Rose Hill, Kansas. Gracia turns and the community came together and actually built her a home to provide for her family. Oh. They built her a brand new house. Oh. I know. Gracia still had a lot of physical and mental healing to do. She says her faith was what salvaged those hurt parts of her. She states, God can take an angry hostage and put love in her heart. God can give strength to those who carry heavy burdens. I know. Oh my gosh. She has authored two books. One is called In Presence of My Own Enemies and To Fly Again. Ah, I'm going to have to write those down. Right. Her children are now grown and she is now a grandma. She lives in Florida and she shares her story of survival and faith to thousands of individuals per year. Oh my goodness. I know. Like I I could I couldn't even imagine being in that environment for a year and then you get to freedom and then the person that you love the most that you went through this horrific thing dies. Like I know. I, I, I can't even imagine. Well, into then come out the other side like more sure of yourself and just your faith is firmer and you just almost a new person and it's just incredible it's so inspiring it is yeah oh my gosh it just makes your little problem seem like just so little (laughs) right well at least you weren't held hostage in the fucking philippines for you know over a year Mm -hmm. Uh, in in a jungle like laying on the ground like they said they got dysentery and oh my Mm. gosh that's how you die in the oregon trail yes i know i tried playing that gd game again yeah yeah i have not won that game one time not once the worst dysentery 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 snake fight dysentery so anyway i'm not bitter at all that's cool oregon trail fuck you Oh, well done. Uh, I know. Like, uh, I'm sorry about Martin. That is I know, me too. That is so heartbreaking. But uh, at least she turned to something that was beneficial, that was positive. And now she's here. I bet she still talks to him all the time. Oh, I bet. And I bet he's like right there with her. Oh, Oh. absolutely. (laughs) Don't make me start crying. My gosh. Talk about crying. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Oh, my God. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. Like... I don't know if that's rated R or not, but I feel like it should be. That shit was scarring. Like, I pretty much, am I maybe a vegetarian now? Yeah, maybe. Like, what the fuck? I know. I didn't think CGI animals could make me cry. Yeah, quite as hard. Yeah. I, like, Joel was, like, kept looking over and he fucking cried too. I don't even want to hear it. I don't see who who can't. I mean, like, you have to have a heart, Both, man. like, staring straight ahead, just hoping that we didn't see the other person cry. Because <laughs> it, was, it was so heartbreaking. It was. Oh, children should not watch that. My God. It was very traumatizing. It was traumatizing. Sorry. I was like, I've gotten the best movie for us. All right. Back to Gracia. How amazing yeah, I didn't she is. Mean we to love you. Derail you completely. No, it's just, it's all sad. And, uh, but again... We all survived. I mean, that's the thing. Survive, survive, survive. I hope she's living her best life in Florida. Yay. I also hope As that. As a grandma. Cute. Uh, uh, Martin, I'm still right by her side. Oh, absolutely. Looking at that's them what out. I think. Oh, Completely. I oh, all right, Michelle. Uh, let's hear your story. All right. 
this story, unfortunately, like I feel like I can relate to a little bit too much. Oh, and this is probably one of my legit big fears of my life. So oh. on that, you know, preface, let's jump right in. All right. <laughs> All right. So this is about Victoria. She is 26 and we're going back to August of 2010. Okay. So Victoria has just started undergraduate studies at University of Berkeley. Okay. So that's awesome. That's exciting. Great. Yeah. And she grew up always having headaches. So she, yeah, see, I told you. Me. me. Oh. God damn it. So Victoria, very much like myself, always attributed headaches to different things. Like if she had been in a car, she was in, would get motion sick. She would get a headache. If she had a lack of food, she would get a headache. If she was in a high stress situation, she would get a headache. So her, very much like me, just gets headaches kind of all the time. Just right. habitually has a headache. So sort of based on this history, she wasn't really surprised when she got a headache the second day of her undergraduate studies. Gotcha. So she all of a sudden, her head started to really pound. And unlike her past headaches, this one was like a thunderclap of pain. So it hit suddenly and it hit really hard. Mm. So just out of nowhere, just this excruciating pain. And so shortly after it came on, uh, the room started spinning. And so she just sort of stumbled across campus trying to sort of get back to her room. Mm. So she's just trying to put one foot in front of the other. And she was sweating and she was swaying all over. And she was scared that people were going to think she was drunk. So oh. I am a little bit right now. <laughs> This drink, again, is really delicious. And yeah. They go down really quick. And I'm a little bit hyper and a little bit drunk. So it's both. Yeah, caffeine and alcohol. Like, yeah. what a great combination. <laughs> well, and I make strong as hell coffee. We have this, oh. like, black rifle coffee that is just really dark and delicious. Anyway, okay. Back to Victoria. So finally, Victoria can't make it any further. So she sits down on the curb. And then she throws up. And so, and that's unfortunately a pretty common headache, especially migraine symptom. Yeah. You throw up often. Uh, when I get migraines, I do get physically sick sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not cute. Nah. No, migraines, especially. I do not get migraines myself. That's I just good. get severe headaches. Yeah. I tried to, I went to the doctor a long time ago and they're like, if you have a migraine, this migraine medicine will help. If you don't have migraines, the migraine medicine won't do anything for you. So oh. give it a try. We'll see if you have migraines. And turns out that migraine medicine did not help at all. So I migraines see. are not my issue. Well, that's good. So when I get migraines, like it is, I have to make sure I had caffeine, something to eat. I need to take medicine. I need to be in a dark room. I need an ice pack. I need to try to sleep it off because there's, I won't, I won't be able to, to really like, function just, until you're. Yeah through it yep exactly yeah. and I can only sleep it off that's it's just the weirdest thing and it makes me nauseous and sometimes I get physically sick and it's just bad oh. migraines are the worst but I did have that happen to me when I was a kid like a pain shot through my head and it took me to the floor oh well it's, it's like so scary to me because I get 
kind of intense headaches sometimes and then Mm -hmm. they'll go away quickly or sometimes they'll linger for a day or two or so and right like I know Advil's just not gonna do anything so it's like no I'm not even gonna touch it like I'll just I gotta ride this out right so Victoria Mm -hmm. as uh, we can imagine she went home she told her family I'm gonna try to sleep this off yep there we go (laughs) yes girl (laughs) so because of course this has been her strategy for dealing with headaches in the past so she remembers that she descended into a dreamlike fog and then she would not remember anything clearly for the next three weeks what yeah so initially she stayed in bed and she was um she stayed home for three days but the headaches just kept on they just persisted and so her parents thought you've got the flu that's why you've got this ongoing headache Mm. She was conscious, but her activity was limited to sleeping, eating toast, and answering yes or no questions. Her headache was just too bad to be doing anything else. Oh my gosh. Okay, that yeah. didn't happen to me. I know. <laughs> oh, oh God. I know. This is terrifying for so it many is. reasons. <laughs> so finally, on the third night, her mother insisted that she go to the ER. Yeah. And pretty much dragged her to the car against her will. So, which, I mean, thank goodness. Mm -hmm. So at the ER at San Francisco General, uh, the nurses gave Victoria pain medication and kept her for observation. And her mother just kept asking the doctors for a diagnosis and insisted that the headaches were not normal. And they needed to kind of look deeper and look deeper. And still, the pain did not improve, even with all these pain medications and everything. Oh, so she was sent for a CT scan. Okay. And what Victoria says is the doctor showed my mom the image, which is supposed to be all dark, except there was a white spot about the size of a quarter. And they told her that she had bleeding in her brain. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Uh. So Victoria was rushed to the ICU and Dr. Stephen Heats was called in. So the imaging revealed that she wasn't bleeding on the surface of her brain, which would cause sort of a common aneurysm, but she was bleeding much deeper in her brain. Holy shit. Yeah. Okay. So she had- That's a fear of mine. Sorry. That's a fear of mine is to have an aneurysm. I know. Like I have enough headaches that now I'm scared I'm going to drop dead one day. Yes, me too. I worked with a, a guy- for a long time and he um his wife i mean they had been married for like 25 years or something and his wife was an er nurse Mm -hmm. and she got this really bad headache one time and it was so bad that it caused her to go lay down underneath the conference room table wow and they were like okay that's not normal we need to get her to the er right away and turns out she was having she had an aneurysm oh my gosh sort of like I don't know what they did, but they were able to get to it and relieve it somehow. And so she made a full recovery. Lucky. Yeah. If they had waited any longer, uh, she probably would have died. And it's like, ah, it's so scary. It is so scary. It's so scary. So now we're going to get into some medical terms. Oh, great. I'm just going to apologize right now. 
I had Joel like go over these with me and tell me how they were said, but now that's been like an hour ago. So who even knows? Okay. So Victoria's in the ICU and Dr. Stephen Hetz has been called in. So what he said was what he suspected was an Artavenius malformation. Okay. Um, let's just a call what? it that. An AVM. Okay. Arteriovenous malformation. I that sounds... nailed it that time. All of them sound right to me. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Long story short, it is a knot of abnormal blood vessels that disrupts the flow of blood in the brain. So that's what gotcha. she had. She had malformed blood vessels inside her brain. Okay. So, so they don't know what causes these AVMs or what makes them bleed. And unfortunately, symptoms can just sort of come out of the blue. So there's no warning signs, no anything. It's a rare condition that affects only about 1% of the population. Though it feels like 1% of the population is not that rare. It's okay. like... <laughs> That seems like it affects an awful lot of people. Right. So headaches are the most common sign, though some patients have seizures or difficulty speaking. So hopefully I'm not having one of these right now. <laughs> um, and that actually more than half of people with AVMs have an intracranial hemorrhage, which ends up can lead to brain damage and even sometimes death. So it's very serious. It is yeah. very serious. That oh, sounds terrifying. So they did an angiogram and it identified the location of the bleed. And so they decided that the best option was for them to insert a catheter as close to the ruptured artery as possible. And so they were able to get this catheter in and then they like sort of pumped in this substance that is actually chemically identical to superglue. Oh, so pretty much they put superglue inside of her brain and it sealed off all the blood vessels and it prevented them from rupturing again. Okay. So I know good news. So following the surgery, Victoria remained in ICU for two weeks. Wow. The, the bleed inside her brain had damaged surrounding brain tissue and took three months of physiotherapy for her to recover the use of her left arm and leg. So this ended up partially handicapping her. Right. From, you know, having these blockages in her brain. She struggled with both her long-term and her short-term memory for three years. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Ugh. She had to... What she said is she had to just be patient with herself. Aww. She had to write everything down. And that she was sure to always go back for her yearly checkups, just to make sure that everything was kind of where it should be. And she says now that she's very grateful in support groups. She's met with family members who didn't make it to the ER or people with AVMs who never fully regained their, all their senses or mobility. So Victoria is currently working, or actually she's probably done now. This was back in 2010. She was working on her master's degree and plans to become a medical social worker. Wow. Her experience has given her more empathy and she wants to be able to understand people with invisible illnesses so she can be sure to get in there and help them because little bleeding on the brain is quite the invisible illness, I would say. 
That's just so terrifying. So it is terrifying. terrifying. Oh, I, I don't know what I would do. I just, that is the one because I have headaches all the time. Yeah. And so it scares me. That's like, am I going to drop dead of an, of an aneurysm at any time? Exactly. That's how I feel too. Like I'm starting to get more headache. Like, okay. I had two seltzers on Saturday, yesterday, and I got a headache and I'm like two seltzers. Like, wow. I know it's gotten to the point where I drink our cocktails that we yeah. make and then Bud Light. And now even Bud Light, it's like, I almost have to take a break from that, you know, yeah. any other beer, headache, wine. Yeah. Headache. It's just, I'm just going to get a headache almost no matter what. And, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Me too. I can't. I can't. Just the yeah. worst. It is the worst. Oh, it always scares me too. When I, you know, if I've taken Advil like three days in a row or something, yeah. it's like, oh, I'm doing to myself. <laughs> no, I know. Well, it's gotten better because as a kid, I would wake up with migraines every day. Oh, and so I had to take medicine and they did like a CT scan on me too. They didn't really see anything, but they saw that my sinuses are higher than they should be. Like they're right here, like higher oh, when it should be a, like above your eyes, you know, your eyebrows. So you got mine like are, a good inch or so of space. Above yeah. Mine are higher. It's like almost near my, the top of my head, not the top of my head, but top of my forehead, which is weird. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's gotten better, but it, I still get migraines at least once a month. So oh, whatever. I've not gotten migraines, as I said, but I do get severe headaches. Yeah. And it's awful. Yeah. It's terrible. Very scary. The head, oh, head issues are no joke, man. Head issues are no joke. Uh, well, in the couple times that I have gone to the doctor for my headaches, mm-hmm. I, it's been kind of to no avail. The one time I went in, they were like, oh, there's really nothing you can do. Another time I went in, they gave me an antidepressant because one of the side effects of the antidepressant was fewer headaches. And it's like, I'm not taking a stupid antidepressant because a side effect might be good for me. No. That's what they, as a kid, that's what they gave me was the antidepressant. It It was like antitriptyline, I think. And I think that's an antidepressant. Yeah. I just had to, I I took it for like two days and I was like, this is not what I want to be doing. And right. so I stopped taking them and chucked them. Right. I mean, at least I was a happy kid, right? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Aww. Oh, uh, terrible. Oh my gosh. That just scares me now. So, but I'm so You're glad welcome. for Victoria. She got it all figured out. I mean, if my headache is, if I have a migraine for more than one day, I'm definitely going to go to the doctor. Cause I'm like, that's not right. I can sleep yeah. it off and it's fine, but yeah, well, she had it just for three days, just constant until her mom was like, Nope, you're going. Absolutely. Let's go. Thank goodness. Thank, Thank God goodness. for moms. <laughs> I know. Right. And everyone listening, just go to the doctor. It doesn't hurt just, just to see, you know? I know that's my worst. I'm the worst about going to the doctor. It's like, I'll just be fine. I'll, you know, rub some dirt on it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't even worry. Yeah. Well, I guess now like doctor visits, like they can't see you like within a month. Like, okay, we'll put you in for like the next month. It's like, okay, well, great. Yeah. I know. I actually, I don't even have a doctor here yet. So I need to do that. I don't either. So I got to do. Yeah. Same. Same, same. I would like to say before next episode, we both have doctors, but that feels unlikely. So that feels very unlikely. 
maybe we'll see maybe Let's indeed have another one of these delicious coffee drinks and just forget about it there we go <laughs> there we go <laughs> love that love that uh okay well good job victoria thank goodness for getting checked out i'm glad you survived and how scary i would have been in the hospital no yeah Ugh. wow okay well these uh if these stories don't get you not wanting to go on vacation and you know yeah i'm pretty much staying at home and hopefully never having a headache so yeah okay wow super super episode you know (laughs) okay true uh is hits too true okay (laughs) well good well thank you everyone for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode please try these cocktails they're very tasty they were a perfect brunch drink yeah like uh delightful delightful indeed all right guys we'll see you guys on the next time wait we'll see you guys on the next episode uh yeah sorry yeah no (laughs) okay goodbye